Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, October 5th, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. What's your biggest play calling regret about this past Sunday? Uh, probably one of the red zone calls I'd like to have back. Um, and then probably the last third down where I put the guys in a tough spot. The guy that was on Tyreek, not a very good matchup there. So probably those two I'd like to have back. Was the red zone one, the uh, Tyreek on, on yeah. Wilson? And, mm-hmm. and so... Um, have you done much dime this year? And if, if not, why? Uh, we're not really a dime team right now. We like to play out of four down and two linebackers. Uh, I'm not going to get really into the schematics of that, but I'd like that one back. That, that particular formation forced us to check a call, and they got us in a, a mismatch. It was good design by Andy. Tell us why you're not a dime, dime team. Uh, I just don't believe in right now with who we are. Um, I like to play out of four down and two linebackers. You know, we feel like that's kind of the best way with second down and drop back and defending who we've defended up until this point on third down as well to play with two linebackers in the game. John, outside of the practice and more drilling, is there something you've got to do different schematically to stop? Yeah, I would would think, yeah, like you always look, we first look at the coaches, you know, when we come in on Monday critically, like how can we help our players a little bit more to put them in better position to to win the game? Um, I think we're all pissed off about the last two games. We haven't played great on defense. That's evident. And that starts with me and starts with the coaches. So it always comes down to self-evaluation. Hey, what can we do to help our players? What did we say? The three things to win this game, did we get those three things done? And the last two weeks, we have not done that. So you look at, are we, are we actually, if we get these three things done, are we putting ourselves in a position to win a game? You look at those first. Like, are, were those the first three, the three things that we said, or were they the right things? And then from there, you look at execution and what we're asking our players to do and how can we help them and serve them better to put them in better spots. And that's from, from starts with me to the coaches right down to the players. Is there, is there anything you can do to help Fletcher Cox kind of be a little more impactful? Uh, yeah, I think so. we always talk about ways to get, you know, our best players going a little bit. And that, and that starts with first and second down, then goes into third down, goes into situational ball. I would say, you know, Fletch is doing a good job right now. He, again, he th- people know that we play with Fletcher Cox, so they do certain things that you typically don't see on tape. Uh, what we get, certain teams do not get because of our personnel. So it's always a constant, hey, let's try to find ways to, you know, free up Fletch or get Fletch going. But I thought he's he's playing good. And, um, you know, the production, again, guys, like it's we're four weeks through, like the production will come. I'm not worried about the production from Fletch. Back to the previous answer against Kansas City, what were those three things? I'm not going to go into that, Zach, honestly, because that's kind of schematically what we talk about. Um, I do think that we had the right three things. I don't think we executed from the standpoint of myself calling the game once adjustments were made to get to some other things to help slow them down. As a follow-up, in talking to us last week, you said you wanted to get them in the kind of third and short situations, right, or or in the third down situations and force them off the field on third downs. What was the issue you found on on third downs? Maybe I misspoke. You don't really want to be in third and short all day, but I – like, you know, you want to get to – it's hard to, you know, when you're in third and one, third and two all day, 
Um, and that's a direct correlation from first and second down what's happening. So we have to do a better job on first and second down on first down to get it to second down and manageable to get it down to to get it to third down and some longer distances where we can get to some of our stuff and some of our packages to be successful and get off the field. You know, the, the one play where we had the interception, if you look at that series, the first down, the second down, how we got it to third down and seven or eight, you know, that we played good ball on first and second down. So third down defense to me is we got to get out of third and one, third and two. How do you do that? Play better on first and second down. You mentioned the, the red zone where you got caught to play with Eric on Tyreek. Defense is kind of reactionary. So from your perspective, what can you do when you realize – you're getting caught. Are there checks built in? Do you do you have to call timeout? Do you just get caught? What, yeah, how does that kind we, of I'm not going to call timeout, John. <laughs> Nick handles that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always going into the game plan. All right, here's the call. What are the adjustments within the, within the call? Where is the soft spots of every call? Not one call takes away everything. And what are we asking our guys within each call to do? And who are they going to be on? And can they execute that? So, and, you know, that's a constant, you know, we just met all this morning about Carolina. It's like, all right, well, with these certain calls, who has the hard duty? Where's the soft spot? Where should the ball go? Boy, this call's really good versus this and this, but if they give us this, eh, it's not great, you know, and that guy has a tough matchup for that down. So, you know, and then from that, it's the standpoint of, all right, guys, here's the call. Here's who have the hot spots of the call. This is what the call is for, and this is who has some hard duty, and they have to know when they have hard duty and, and how to defend it. Is playing, is playing Fletch more as a three-tech, you know, what he's used to for most of his career, a way of putting him in a better spot? Yeah, I mean, he've, he played three-technique a lot last game. You know, he's, that's what he's playing right now for us. But, yeah, we like to move Fletch around. Um, you know, his skill set is one of that. It makes it a hard matchup for different people to block him. So that's one of the guys that I think, along with most of our guys, that's why we've trained them to play in different spots for matchup driven reasons. So and we got to continue to do that with Fletch to give him the best matchup possible. But there's not a guy that lines up on Fletch that in my mind that he cannot beat. So, John, do you have a certain level of, of patience with your team learning an entirely new scheme than what they've played before, as opposed to if this were year three or four of what you're trying to do with the defense? No, I don't really look at that because, you know, right, with, from the jump, you guys, I don't have a scheme. Like, we have to – our scheme should be put our 11 guys on the field in the best position possible to succeed. So we, I have to do a better job of that because right now it's not showing up where, hey, like, are we doing that? You know, with what I'm calling and how we're, how we're playing right now, how can we be a little more successful? And just because I like something or the coaches like something, if the players can't execute it or it's not the best thing for them, throw it away. So, and that's, a, and that's you know, the first month of the season. We've, we've you know, we've, we've the last two games – we're continuing to figure that out, you know, as we go. And uh, we need to figure it out fast because we can't keep looking like that. I know that. Just to follow up real quick. So when you're playing 2D safeties or you're doing certain things with guys on the line where they're aligned, that's 
your that's not your scheme. That's you believe this personnel is best suited to do that. Yeah, a little bit of how I, in my mind, how I think that what we need to do to win the game that goes into the three point Zach. Um, and then that's a little bit player driven with who we have and, and what we have to get done within each call to be successful for that call. You spoke of third, third and short. How can you stop teams from getting six, seven, eight yards just running on first down? There seems to be happening a lot. Yeah, that goes a little bit into schematics and a little bit into player and player and coaches. You know, we got an alignment assignment. Key technique has to be a little bit better on some of those downs. Um, it's always going to come down to striking blocks, tackling, getting off blocks. Uh, you know, the run defense. That's that just like pass defense, just like all defense is it takes all 11 to execute at a high level to be successful for that down. So, you know, when you look at run defense, like we have to be in the right spot and we have to win individual matchups. And from a coaching standpoint, what adjustments can we make and how can we position our guys to be a little more successful than what we've been so far? To follow up on the philosophy about the 11, the best 11 players, et cetera, what's your... What's your level of patience and what's your outlook on potentially switching up who the best 11 players are if you're noticing that maybe one is the weakest link or one is making the same mistake over and over again? Yeah, we don't. We really don't have a lot of guys making the same mistake over and over again. I think we continue to improve. Um, my level of patience, it's wearing thin on myself. Uh, hey, Jonathan, let's get them in better position so we give our chance to team to win the game. It's not really towards getting irritated at the players. Um, that's how I'll always roll. That's how the coaches roll. So, you know, when we came in here on Monday and sat down, you know, I talked to the head coach on Sunday, on Monday morning, and, and then we talked to him, like, tonight. And and uh, the patience for me is wearing thin. Hey, let's, let's get competitive. Let's get in a game because right now we haven't been in a game. I know we're in that game, but from a defensive standpoint, like, we gotta we got to keep the points down, keep the yards down, get off the field to give our – team a chance to win so um where i'm most non-cool calm and collected right now it's not with the players it's with myself what do you find is the biggest difference like the first two games obviously you only gave up 23 points the last two games obviously a lot different i mean is it is it part of it the teams you're playing too I don't look at that. I, I look at are we like it you know are we setting our are we setting our players up the you know the best way possible to be successful and then I look at how I'm calling the game and and then it goes into like Zach's point is hey you know when you when you develop you know a couple things that we say we need to get these things done to win the game you know that there's certain when you do that there's give and take to that so there's there's certain things that go on that I am okay with that to the to the you know, to the eye of the public might be irritated at certain things. Well, they don't do this or they don't do that. I'm not really concerned with that. I don't really care about the statistics other than winning and losing. So, you know, what we develop as a coaching staff and with the players, this is what we need to get done to win the game. That's what I'm concerned with. And my level of patience is going down because we haven't done that for two weeks. Something that you might care less about than what the public might think? Uh, I, I wouldn't really want to go into that, but uh, 
um, certain statistics that, to me, don't reflect winning and losing football. That's what I would say that. Nick mentioned and that changes by who you're playing. Nick mentioned harsh uh, conversations uh, with you and the staff, and you mentioned your patience. How's his patience right now? And Excellent. This yeah, he's, 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 um, he's, he's really good with us. He's very demanding. And um, but ultimately, he everything, all the conversations that we have with the head ball coach is how can we help this team win? So and and that starts with, you know, Nick and I, when we talk about the defense and then goes right into down to the position coaches. So, you know, we're obviously talk every day about how we're defending and what we're doing and is it acceptable and how we can get better. Imagine that that give and take if you one defense gives you something takes away. You guys have been pretty successful eliminating big plays in the passing game. How has that affected the run support? And there, is there yeah, a little be a bit because when you're when you're when you're taking away big plays in the passing game, or you're trying to take away people that they're trying to get the ball, there's there's you know you're going to be light at times in the run game. Um, so, but you know the first critical thing for myself is is how can I call the game a little bit better. Um, at a little high percentage to say, well, they really are not trying to attack down the field in these certain spots. That's that's be better in the run. Um, but uh, again, that kind of goes into each week is a different game plan, and it, you call the game differently each week. So you know, again, it comes down to let's put our players in a little bit better position to be successful. Is Davion Taylor someone, if he stays healthy, that could earn a bigger role in your defense? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're excited about DT. He's, he's you know, keeps improving. He's, he's gotten some snaps in certain games when he's been up, and we'll always continue to look at, hey, what, what are the best guys in certain packages to be successful? You know, what we're asking DT to do, it might be different from another guy, what we're asking him to do. So... We'll always look to when they're in the game, who's ever in the game, we feel comfortable executing at a high level to play winning football. Thank you, guys. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.